Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. As we enter the dog days of summer, I don't know why they're called that. I've asked that on numerous occasions and don't remember getting an answer. Or if I did, I don't remember the answer. Hmm. I am debating what to begin with. I'll tell you why. (laughs) I have to laugh because my only alternative is to cry. So much of what there is to talk to you about is awful. (laughs) It's one awful story after another, but you have a moral obligation to be aware of it. You have to see yourself, if you love liberty and you love this country and you love truth, and therefore you're not a leftist, you might be a liberal, but you're most likely a conservative. If you love all of those three things, then you have to think of yourself as a member of an army, and you don't leave because you have opposition. That's what war is about. I've said that we are in a nonviolent civil war for about 25 years. And it, the onslaught of the left continues in every arena. I said that truth is a big part of it. I have a motto that truth is not a left-wing value. And I'll give you an example, the latest example. The The... What is it called? The Inflation Reduction Act or something to that effect. I think that that's the name. So we will be spending vast billions of dollars to reduce inflation. We will go into further debt and we will print more dollars and that will fight inflation. Wow. That's a big deal to say that. And every single Democrat of whom I am aware says that. So I go back to my old question about these people. Do they believe their lies? In this case, I'm torn. They often do. How do you reduce inflation by printing money? And by taxing, in this case, corporations more. I can't stand corporations. The bigger the corporation, the more despicable it is. However, I don't let my feelings about corporations blind me to the fact that increasing their taxes is not going to help. It's just going to fund projects. Do you know how much of this project, of this bill, which of course passed because the vice president is a Democrat, Allow me a moment to emote my anger over the Georgia elections that gave us, that gave the Democrats the Senate, and which enabled them, because of the vice president being a Democrat, to pass anything that they want. 
And I'm sorry to say, because I thought he was the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln, and still do, part of the fault, in my opinion, is Donald Trump's, because he was not preoccupied with Georgia. He was preoccupied with the presidential election, which he believes was stolen from him. I was interviewed by the Wall Street Journal. You are certainly free to look at it. You can read it or hear it last week. And they asked me, they they believe that the election was fair at the Wall Street Journal editorial page, and I am still agnostic. The I don't have proof that the election was stolen, but I have very strong arguments that there was massive fraud. I also believe, as I believe the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, that the left would cheat in any election that they felt they needed to win and which was in which they were able to do so. My colleague and friend Hugh Hewitt wrote a book many years ago, If It Isn't Close, They Can't Cheat. He was referring to the left. Hugh Hewitt is considered a moderate Republican, and he wrote that book. In any event, the president's preoccupation with the past election, I said on this show over and over, There is only one thing you have to concentrate on, Mr. President, and that is the Georgia election, two runoffs. All we needed to save this country was one to be decided in favor of a Republican. But instead, he preoccupied himself with the last election and kept saying that this would be a fraud, the Georgia elections. To which many of his followers said, well, if it's going to be a fraud, why should I vote? And the rest is history. The calamity of the time was the Georgia or the Georgia two runoffs. So now we have vast spending. It is all corrupt. People say we should not support the Ukrainian government because it is corrupt. Hmm. I can't believe the Ukrainian government is more corrupt than the American. Can you? 51 heads of intelligence said with one month to go to the 2020 presidential elections that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Tell me what's more corrupt in, uh, in Ukraine. In Ukraine, the corruption is financial. In the United States, it's ideological. Okay. I don't know which is worse, but it is irrelevant in terms of the outcome. Tell me, tell me of a national agency or group I will read to you later about the corruption at the AARP, <laughs> the Association Theoretically for Retired People, also corrupt as the day is long. They are as interested in retired people as I am in basket weaving. Except I don't hurt basket weaving. The AARP hurts retired people. So what do you do with all this bad news? What you do is you fight. You don't don't get down, you compartmentalize. That's what I do. I have a wonderful personal life. I'm very blessed. I have a wonderful marriage, wonderful wonderful family and children, 
I'm very lucky, by the way, when I see the amount of discord. And by the way, I didn't always have this. Just for the record, it hasn't been a smooth journey to the present state of all good family and marriage-wise. But it is good. Life is difficult. We are not preparing young people for the knowledge that life is difficult. We haven't for 75 years since World War II. The purpose of the World War II generation in raising children was to make it not difficult. People who had lived through the Depression, the Great Depression and World War II, had one goal for their children, make it easy and comfortable. And that produced my fellow baby boomers, many of whom were morons, who said, among other things, never trust anyone over 30. When I was 18 and heard that, I knew how absurd it was, how narcissistic it was, and how it will come back to haunt them, because they are going to turn 30 pretty soon. It doesn't seem like you'll turn 30 pretty soon when you're 20, but you do. And then they learned that, well, they didn't learn. There are many in my generation who still believe that. They want the vote to go to 15-year-olds. Why wouldn't they? They have no more wisdom than a 15-year-old. It's a good idea. It was thought in the past that a 35-year-old had more wisdom than a 15, and that's why they weren't given the vote at 15, or 18, but at 21. I return in a moment. There is a lot to report. The, re, the Inflation Reduction Act. The world of 1984 in 2022. The Dennis Prager Show. From the Wall Street Journal, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act will be one of the greatest misallocations of federal resources in American history. The bill has many moving parts, but here's a simple way to sum up its macroeconomic impact. It would transfer about a quarter of a trillion dollars. Are you with me, my friends? A quarter of a trillion dollars. Was it, there was a time not long ago when a billion dollars was a lot. It takes a thousand billion dollars to make a trillion. The left is ruining the United States of America. The Democratic Party, the party of the left, the media, the media of the left, the universities, colleges, high schools and elementary schools, the educational arm of the left. It would transfer about a quarter of a trillion dollars from America's pharmaceutical industry, which saves and extends lives, and by the way, I'm no fan of them either, the corruption involved in the vaccine alone and uh, the dishonesty there was enough, but it doesn't matter. He's right. 
the pharmaceutical industry, as manipulative as it is, is it possible to watch cable news and not see drug ads, medicine ads, repeatedly in any given hour? To the climate change industrial complex, which makes energy more expensive. That's right. That's all they do. That's a good way of putting it. The climate change industrial complex. That's what we're doing. We're shifting hundreds of billions of dollars. Do you understand one of the reasons that people go woke is that's where the money is? Please understand that. The government will subsidize people in in, in great salaries, great incomes, and and climate change work. And the universities will pay vast sums, hundreds of millions of dollars, to DEI administrators, deans, and the like. DEI, diversity, equity, what is it, diversity, equity, and, uh, what is it, diversity, equity, it's driving me crazy, which is very rare, I don't get driven crazy much, inclusion, how did I miss inclusion? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. You make a lot of money in this stuff. There are hundreds, there's more than a trillion dollars in all of this stuff. The former industry, that is pharmaceuticals, has produced the majority of the world's 40 most recent wonder drugs. The industry has provided life-saving and pain-reducing treatments contributing to reductions in death rates from cancer and heart disease by half over the last 50 years. The pharmaceutical industry spends roughly $100 billion a year in research and development on the race for the next generation of cures and treatments for Lou Gehrig's disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, epilepsy, and other diseases. The price controls, that's right, we're entering price controls. Nixon tried that. The price controls in the Inflation Reduction Act would inhibit innovation and cut American lives short. Drug innovation is estimated by various academic studies to contribute 35 to 73 percent of the gain in U.S. life expectancy over the past 30 years. One of us, Mr. Philipson, there are two authors, Stephen Moore and Tomas Philipson, has calculated that the bill's price controls would slow research and and development spending and the introduction of new life-saving drugs with a cost in lost years of life 30 times the toll from COVID-19 to date. Using conventional government measures of the dollar value of human life, this could mean tens of trillions of dollars of economic losses to say nothing of increased suffering of those with chronic diseases. And because drugs are one of the least expensive way to treat diseases, slowing drug development through price controls would likely raise health care costs over time. Finally, now consider the green energy industry. Over the past 40 years, more than $200 billion of taxpayer dollars have poured into green energy. 
mostly subsidies for wind and solar power through direct payments, loan guarantees, and renewable energy mandates. The feds have been awful at picking winners, thinks Alindra, and this bill would spend another one, 300, not one, 380 billion dollars. Talk about corruption. Become an environmentalist, get rich. It is the opposite of the free market. This is this is socialism. The government cr- owns in effect, industries. It creates industries. It destroys others. The United States' effect on on climate change is minuscule compared to China and India. China is using coal, and so is India. We could have used nuclear power. However, please understand the anti-human aspect of the environmentalist movement. They don't like the human race. They like Mother Earth. Alex Epstein has made this point very clear in his latest book. It is truly a war on humanity. The only upside of many environmentalists is that they don't have children. By the way, that's the proof that they believe what they say. There's a caller calling saying the left does not believe their lies. If they didn't believe their lies, they would have children. I read to you and I wrote a, a column on this last year. How many New York Times subscribers commented on an article on not having children how they yearn for their daughter or son to have a child. They want to be a grandparent. But they are proud of their child for deciding not to bring a human being into this world to further pollute it. Children are seen as pollutants by the environmentalist left. Sick is a proper term for the left. But they're in control by one damn vote, that of a vice president, an impressive woman, I might add, Kamala Harris. And half this country votes that way. I don't believe there's any damage the Democrats could do that would persuade any substantial number of Democrats not to vote Democrat again. monkeypox is overwhelmingly, I mean, 96 to 98 percent of those who get it engaged in male-male sexual activity. We live in the world of lies, and it is the left that is the world of lies. I know for a fact that if you're committed to truth, you won't be on the left. It is a fact. The, just the name of this 
three-quarters of a trillion dollar spending, half of which, hundreds of billions of dollars, go to green energy, not to nuclear power, not to desalination plants, no, to green power, so that we could further support China, the vilest government in the world in terms of danger to humanity, with lithium batteries. Yeah, that's one of the major things that they they produce. (laughs) The, The evil that is so commonplace. The ease with which people who do bad think they're doing good, do you know how easy it is to fool your conscience? The conscience is very, very weak in most people. Its its role is to acquiesce to what the person wants to do, no matter how bad. According to Roy Baumeister, great one of the greatest criminologists in America, who has studied murderers in prison his whole life, most of them have clear consciences. In fact, think they're victims, and as he points out, have very high self-esteem. If the conscience is such a weakling, how do you produce good people? We've got to start very early. That's the greatest single question in life. How do you make good people? But since the Enlightenment, the the educated fools, which is almost redundant, believe that you don't need to educate people to be good. You just have to show them love. That's the helicopter parent. They, they don't discipline. They show up at every event of their child. And then we wonder why we're in trouble. And what does it produce, ironically? Less happy people. The depression rate among young people is the highest in American history. Do not allow this to cause despair. You have a choice in how to react to bad news, my friends. With despair or with courage. You know which is right. My friends, there is a lie being perpetrated by the entire media and the Democratic Party, which are the same. And of course, this president that overwhelms any alleged lie that Donald Trump ever told. I have said this from before. I well, I can't say I never heard of Donald Trump. I had heard of him, didn't know anything about him. But I, I've said this all of my life. We swim in the in the world of lies when it comes to the left. I know that it sounds to some like it's just an attack to win a war. But if I'm wrong, I am not deserving of anybody listening to me. If truth is a left-wing value, don't listen to my show, don't read my books. But if truth is not a left-wing value, then don't listen to the left. 
One, one of us should be ostracized from being taken seriously. The left is a lying institution. It always has been. It's why they named the Soviet communist newspaper Pravda Truth. That's why the uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand said that if you do not hear it from the government, it is not true. They determine truth. It is a lie that America is uh, a systemically racist country. It was a lie that there was collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. It was a lie that the notebook of Hunter Biden was Russian disinformation. And now the latest lie is truly the, uh, I can't say it's not the greatest, you can't get greater lies than what I told you, but there is something about it that is particularly immoral. So let me see. Well, what is the name of it? What is the name of this bill? Inflation Reduction Act. The Inflation Reduction Act. And it uh, comes to well, how many? How many? How much? Hundreds of billions of dollars spending. Seven hundred, is it? You have, you give me the exact figure. So we are in the midst of an inflation. Inflation means that the currency of your country is worth less than it was. So you need more of that currency to buy what you bought at a previous price earlier, right? That's what it means. So the last thing you do to reduce inflation is print more dollars or whatever your currency is. So we will print hundreds of billions, billions. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. That is what what this administration and the left has done all of my lifetime from the war on poverty on spend print money and spend it because it gives us more power that's why the less power the citizen has the more power the state has that Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin are going along with this bill is very sad. It is a tragedy for America, this bill. Alex Epstein has written about this. It's called the Green New Deal, or it is the Green New Deal. That's what it is. That's all it is. And it is just a new Build Back Better bill. So here are some things you should know about this bill. This Green New Deal makes our grid far more dependent on unreliable solar and wind. I just want you to know something about this. Yes, yeah, so I was right. Seven hundred thirty-nine billion. I knew. It was, I thought it was seven seventy. Okay. $739 billion will be printed. That's basically what it is. It's just flood the society with more dollars, and that is called reducing inflation. Half of it is for the Greens. There is no more destructive force. Well, teachers' unions might be tied. Say teachers' unions and the Greens, the environmentalists, 
They're sick fanatics, sick fanatics. There has not been religious fanaticism to equal secular fanaticism, not just in your lifetime. But I'll tell you, the only place you can find religious fanaticism is in part, like equivalent to secular fanaticism, is in parts of the Muslim world today. That, that's where you would have to look. Secular fanaticism is the curse of the 20th and 21st centuries. These people are fanatics. The mansion deal, he calls it the mansion deal, features massive new subsidies for solar and wind over the next few years. Massive is correct. Plus tens of billions of dollars in other handouts designed to dramatically increase the percentage of these unreliable sources of energy on our grid. Number two, it aggressively restricts fossil fuels. It includes, among other things, new taxes on oil and gas, and worst of all, granting the Biden EPA essentially unlimited power. I don't understand that. Didn't the Supreme Court just rule? Yeah, they did. Oh, but Congress can make a law. Well, they can make a law oh. the Supreme Court can. We can see. It'll be probably that, go to court. Well, by the time it goes to court, it, it, everything will be shut down that matters. Essentially, unlimited power to restrict fossil fuel projects. It gives billions of dollars to left-wing causes. It includes billions for undefined environmental justice. Prager Rule number 36. Whenever justice gets an adjective, it's not justice. Social justice has nothing to do with justice. Environmental justice has nothing to do with justice. Racial justice has nothing to do with justice. Just know that. And you will begin to understand the double talk, the Orwellian language of the left. There's justice and there's injustice. Just like when you add a word to democracy, like people's democracy, oh, it's a bad sign. North Korea, a gigantic concentration camp is the People's Democratic Republic of Korea. People's Democratic. Yeah. Okay. The White House Commission report is an extreme in environmental justice is an extreme left wing wish list that says we must quote sunset investments by twenty thirty. That is just eight years from now in fossil fuels, plastics, and are you ready? This proves that they're fanatics and liars, the environmentalist world, and nuclear power. It actually says we must sunset investment in nuclear power. They don't give a damn about carbon emissions. They give a damn about destroying the society we live in. Environmentalism is to the environment what communism was to workers. The Great Green New Deal gives government limitless corruption-inducing power. The deal itself has tens of billions that bureaucrats can allocate arbitrarily. Tens of billions. 
Manchin's requested permitting policies would give new illegitimate powers that are guaranteed to be exercised corruptly. Manchin is positioning his deal as a responsible path forward, quote-unquote, in large part because Schumer offered him permitting reform, including faster permitting for some fossil fuel projects this fall. My friends, you've got to fight, my friends. You've got to fight. One of the reasons I fight, there are many obviously, but one of them is that I took a vow to fight for this country and for liberty on Normandy Beach many years ago. I would say something like, I don't know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, seeing all the grave sites of these 20-year-olds. If you, I said to them, if you could die for America and for liberty, the least I could do is live for America and liberty. That's what uh, going to rock the woke and helping Prager you and other things do. So uh, we have this lie. We're printing almost a trillion, three quarters of a trillion dollars to fund the fraud known as the environmentalist movement. David Horowitz correctly said to me, I think in the 1990s, that uh, the, uh, the environmentalist movement is a watermelon, green on the outside and red on the inside. He was entirely right. He grew up a communist so he knows he knows communism very well, and for me to say that about someone's a big compliment because I know communism very well. Manchin got suckered into going along, or maybe the pressure was too great. He says that, oh well, he got p- p- permits, for, a promise from Schumer, permits to include faster permitting for some fossil fuel projects this fall. As Alex Epstein notes, these reforms are one, not guaranteed, two, undefined, and three, corruption-inducing. Manchin agreed to a mini-Green New Deal on the promise by Schumer to support permitting reform this fall, but that promise is not binding on Schumer let alone the rest of the Democrats in Congress. How could you spend three-quarters of a trillion dollars, $739 billion, during a terrible inflationary spiral? I believe, as I believe in anything in life, that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and virtually every Democrat in the Senate and, and House doesn't give a damn about the United States of America. Some actually hate it, like AOC. Schumer does not hate America. Schumer doesn't give a damn about America. Schumer gives a damn about staying in power. That's it. He's a sweet nothing. I say sweet because people who know him say he's a nice guy. 
seem like video this week at PragerU about all the nice people who do damage. And there are not nice people who've done a lot of good. Donald Trump is not nice. Nice has superseded in American life because we live in the age of, of, of unwisdom. Nice has superseded good. It's nice to be nice and good. But doing good is far more important than being nice. New solar and wind subsidies will inevitably increase electricity prices. Every area of the world that has tried using significant amounts of solar and wind has had major problems with rising costs. Germans, to get 37% of their electricity from solar and wind, have doubled their prices, now three times U.S. prices. And their situation is getting worse fast. So they are paying three times, Germans are paying three times as much for energy, for electricity specifically. They are spending three times the amount that the United, an American citizen is spending with me. And that's just for, that's just for 37% of the, of, of the electricity. Calling the Green New Deal the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, more from Alex Epstein. When it is guaranteed to drive up energy prices and therefore all prices, rivals war is peace and freedom is slavery for accuracy. That's right. All of these Orwellian lines. The Inflation Reduction Act. What they did hire, what, 70,000 more IRS agents? Yeah, that's right. How massive new solar and wind subsidies will worsen energy security? Senator Manchin has repeatedly and rightly expressed concerns about the state of the American energy security. Increasing solar and wind subsidies will inevitably make the situation worse. The mining and processing of solar and wind-related materials is dominated by China to a staggering degree. The U.S. does little mining or processing of these materials largely because of green restrictions. See, I didn't know that. We could mine the stuff that we're getting from China. So in other words, because of the greens, we're subsidizing China. I know that about lithium batteries. I would say that uh, people like Tom Steyer hate this country. I would put him in the AOC category, but he's irrelevant. I don't know why I mentioned his name. What a horrible, 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 horrible movement the Greens movement in America is. Back in a moment. You realize, everybody, how much we could solve if it weren't for the sick fanatics of the environmentalist movement, I know it'll sound odd for me to say, but it's essentially very wealthy white people who run this thing. I assure you that the average minority member is not walking around 
worried uh, about carbon emissions. They're worried about a job. They're worried about the price of gasoline, the price of electricity. It's wealthy, bored, secular people, overwhelmingly, who constitute everything crappy, and this is an example of it. Why don't we have a desalinization plant? Actually, that's not the word. Desalination. It's got no Z. It's the best of my knowledge. Israel has built some desalination plants, f- uh, taking water from the Mediterranean, and supplies its people with water. I remember visiting Israel many years ago. I mean, I've been there many times, but when I went many years ago, and I remember because I, I know Hebrew, and I would see all these signs about how, how, to, sa- how to save water, because it was always in a crisis, a water crisis. So it solved it by building desalination plants. But the environmentalists are against that too. If it can help America, the environmentalists oppose it. It is very simple. They're anti-human. Alex Epstein has the theory that they're anti-human. I think there's truth to that. I think there's a lot of truth to that. They think it's a battle between the earth and humans, and they root for the earth. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. By the way, it is a battle between the earth and humans. That's why the Bible, which they hate for good reason, it's the antithesis of everything they believe in, says in the very beginning of Genesis, and you will dominate nature. You will rule over nature. Because either nature rules over us, or we rule over nature. Gaia, the goddess of Earth. To oppose nuclear energy and desalination plants proves they want to hurt the society. They want to get you out of your big house. If you have joy in life, the left loathes your joy. The left is an anti-joy movement. Your house is too big. Your car is too big. You should be traveling by bicycle or you should be on a ride share plan the WEF the West Crushing Organization called the World Economic Forum has now advocated that uh, people no longer own cars at all even electric cars too much metal is used the board secular Rich, bored, and secular. That's the World Economic Forum. I wish I could figure out a new definition of the acronym WEF. I'm going to try to do that. Um, It's really pit, by the way. It's really pit whites against the blacks. Black African leaders are saying, who the hell are you to tell me about carbon imprint your entire civilization in the west got wealthy thanks to fossil fuel and you're telling me I should use wind and solar in Congo or Nigeria I think a lot of good things are going to come out of Africa I've said for a while I think the Catholic Church will be saved by 
by Africans, and I think that the Protestant church will be saved by Africans. Western Europe, if it's going to be saved, will be saved by Eastern Europe. As we we in, engage in our death wish civilization of the left. It's quite remarkable. 